Accessing node A two E E E three four Q. Connected. Downloading. Transfer complete. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secure transfer of video game and developer news. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. The world is changing, and quickly. The news stories that I've picked for the episode today will show precisely that, from toxic video game audiences to video game developer hacks, and the games industry starting to cost more than ever. And all of this seems to revolve around money. Funny that. In any case, let's get stuck into it. This is your transfer from the 26th of September, 2022. And these are the news stories that you need to know. As a brief but important follow-up to our story from the GTA 6 leak last week, the UK police appear to have arrested a 17-year-old boy in Oxfordshire as the main hacker involved in the GTA 6 and potentially Uber hack as well. This appears to have come after an investigation by the FBI as well. And in the time since the article that I've listed in the show notes, he has also been formally charged by the City of London Police. You might be thinking to yourself, well, he's just 17, right? The hacker group that he has been associated with, Lapsus Dollar Sign or Lapsus, has also been known to have teen hackers that can be as young as 16 and that may have been responsible for the other hacks that have been mentioned in previous episodes, such as the GeForce Now hack and the leaked chip development for the next Nintendo console. All in all, this seems to have come to a close very quickly, though I'm sure the arrest and conviction will take its time. Perhaps the lesson here, besides not hacking anybody ever, is to not hack a AAA studio with enough flex to be able to team up with Uber and the FBI and track you down in a very online world. On the subject of NVIDIA, they announced the first couple of releases of the RTX 4000 series graphics cards last week, but to not much fanfare. The models that have been announced so far is an RTX 4080 12GB model, a 16GB model of the same, and then an RTX 4090. And these cards start at $899 USD. And yes, these are quite expensive. The CEO, Jensen Huang, has come out and said that it is no longer possible to have cheaper GPUs on the market, that they're only going to get more and more expensive because it's no longer feasible to increase the amount of transistors on a CPU year on year without adding additional cost to the development of it. This is what he refers to as the death of Moore's law. So to those not looking close enough, it'll seem that the company is very unapologetic about making very expensive cards available on the market, though AMD seems to be coming in from the side with much cheaper pricing for their potentially better performing graphics cards as time goes on. My advice to you if you're thinking about purchasing a graphics card in the RTX 4000 series would be either to wait or check out what the AMD line of graphics cards is going to be looking like because the comparative performance across the two is starting to get pretty close. Again, Cyberpunk 2077 is breaking records where now on Steam it has broken the concurrent player count record for The Witcher 3 by hitting 104,827 concurrent players. Beating out the all-time total for The Witcher 3 is definitely no mean feat considering how popular the game was and saw a very similar development cycle whereupon release it had a few issues but over time became a much beloved title of the gaming community. You're probably wondering, why do I bring up this news story so much and talk about Cyberpunk 2077 all the time? Well, it's a great game and the anime is excellent. Please, if you haven't yet, 
check out Edge Runners. It's going to bring you back to the game or push you to try it. And you absolutely should. In an update to an article on gamesindustry.biz, it seems that Ubisoft staff are still calling for more change in the organization to address the harassment and toxicity in that workplace. The internal community of workers, a better Ubisoft, has reached out to gamesindustry.biz and provided more clarifications on what's been going on, including disclosing private information, victim shaming, sanctioning of a perpetrator, continuing harassment, and even those internal to the organization meant to arbitrate these processes pushing the victims to approach their harasser directly and mediate it themselves. It seems that Ubisoft has even stopped addressing it in the all-hands meetings, what little they're doing to try and deal with the toxicity in the workplace. Hopefully, a better Ubisoft, by adding this media pressure, can start instituting some change. But if it doesn't, they may find staff looking for better places to go. Ninja Theory, the game developer behind Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, has come under fire after a company working with Ninja Theory that utilizes the services of Altered AI, which is designed to provide artificially intelligent voice acting performances, was quoted as working together with the company. This would understandably set opinions ablaze as the voice acting community is very much against AI-driven voice acting because it removes work from them and understandably removes humans from the voice acting process. So when asked directly, Ninja Theory said no. The reason for using AI voiceover tech is to insert it as dialogue during the game development process and not in the final product. So we're jumping at shadows here. We shouldn't be concerned with AI driving voice acting in the games industry. And I say this specifically before any of you start jumping on Troy Baker yet again. Respawn Entertainment, the developer of Apex Legends and the famous Titanfall series, has made a public call on Twitter to end developer harassment. This comes after a number of cases where toxic audiences have come after developers and even the individual developers on the game. This includes Bungie and Santa Monica Studios as just a couple of examples. They've been quoted as saying that they want to remind their players that we have a zero tolerance policy for threats and the harassment of our developers we will take appropriate action to ensure the health and safety of our team. We love hearing feedback and will continue to work alongside our community to foster a respectful, collaborative environment and uphold the competitive integrity of our game. The games industry is calling for it. Everyone with a reasonable modicum of sincerity is calling for it. We don't want toxic audiences impacting the development of our games. So if this is you, or you know people that are actively engaging in this kind of rhetoric, either online or in social media, or trying to contact studios directly, tell them to cut it out. And you can send them to me if you need some support. Last week, Twitch has said that they will be changing their revenue split for creators from the 70-30 share rate down to a 50-50. Twitch is quoted as saying that it comes at a great cost to make this kind of technology available, but it hasn't stopped Twitch partners and streamers, even on the top of the band, to start the conversation about whether it's feasible for them to partner with Twitch alone, or whether they should band together and try and fight for a stronger split in their favor. Twitch has been seen to be a very community-driven kind of company, though we have seen a lot of the proponents of that community leaving the company. But at the same time, as costs start to go up, they have to start pulling the money from somewhere. So I'm kind of split on how this one could potentially land. We'll just have to keep an eye on it and see what happens. Jason Gastro, 
better known as Video Game Donkey, as a popular YouTuber, has now set up a company called Big Mode, which is designed to support and publish indie games and try to cut through some of the BS of the industry. I can't really comment on whether this is going to be a great thing or not. I don't know Video Game Donkey, I haven't watched his YouTube channel at all, though he does have a big following. And if that following has converted to a point where he can start feeding back some of the money he makes into the industry through this company, then he could be doing a great thing. A lot of big names in the industry are understandably skeptical about the future of this company. But again, it's just one of those things we're going to have to keep an eye on and see what kind of successful projects that Big Mode can start rolling out. As usual, to find out more, there's links in the show notes. And in case you were curious or following along, Night School Studio has indicated that the sequel to Oxenfree, Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals, is going to be delayed until 2023. Their post on Twitter indicates that they want the game to be in the best possible shape it could possibly be, which is exactly what we're wanting to see from the industry. Studios taking the time to polish the game, create the best possible product we could want, and then release it when it's ready. That was the video game news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop Network. Make sure you follow along on Instagram and TikTok to find smaller portions of stories. Follow me on Twitter at MattBlissPod if you'd like to get in touch, DM me feedback for the show, let me know how we're going. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.